Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pull Me Over Podcast, episode 122. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. Let's get this, baby. And also joining the crew, rounding out the crew. You know him, you love him. He is the 10th one of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickelich himself, Richard Garcia. Hello, hi. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I'm not feeling in a good mood right now. And it has a lot to do with what happened last night. <laughs> Dodgers blew it last night. Um, had a chance to go three games to one and uh, kind of shit the bed in the end in uncharacteristic fashion. Um, but, you know, game five tonight, Kershaw's pitching. I think we're going to be okay. There's a lot going on in, in just hey, in hey, general Matthew, today. Just shut, real quick to Matthew, if you watched last night's game, put it on Botchamania, please, because that was such an epic blunder. Uh, it was a mistake. It wasn't like epic botchamania status but it was it was, it was pretty two bad that that was it two was, mistakes in a row bad. yeah well the main one was uh the catcher will smith not holding on to the ball that was the main which, thing which I, way did he go which way did he go yeah he <laughs> just gee george well he was kind of just i feel like he was more trying to make sure that the run didn't come home and just you know when and like figured oh, i'll catch his ball make sure i get there but he didn't catch the ball and lost the game but whatever we move on we move on to this weekend in Life wrestling happens. yes uh we move on to wrestling um kind of a lot going on and not a lot going on i feel like that's kind of the theme every week uh we got a pay-per-view tonight hell in a cell uh three hell in a cell matches i feel like this is the first time they've done three of those um not really a card announced uh this one's gonna be a quick show we're gonna Give our thoughts about the week in wrestling and give our predictions for the show. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Um, any news this week, Dick? Anything pertaining outside of the ring? Oh, <laughs> um, wow. Um, I'm sure there. Uh, I'm sure there is. I just haven't really been like focused on what's going on in, in the news. Um, tight, tight. Yeah, it's uh, it's been busy on my end. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. So, uh, well then, let's just talk really, about Raw then. Um, let's just talk, yeah. Retribution are they already getting buried? I feel like this this faction's already doomed. <laughs> Come on, I mean, did you saw the beginning of Raw, right? Absolutely. Okay. If if I ever saw like a a, a burial, a real life burial, that's it right there. I mean, they went from. First of all, they went from like being job to the being job to the her business, which I mean, it's too soon if you're going to do that. I mean, you debut a new a new faction, new group, and you want to have them be established, and you want to take these guys serious. And from the beginning, they're not taken serious at all. They they look like a bunch of jokes, a bunch of jokers. Well, I mean, put into into um, factor in the the fact that. These guys gave they gave them names like Slapjack and Mace, uh, Streets of Rage uh, goons character names. Um, they already weren't off to a good yeah. start. Mustafa Ali joining the crew um, kind of gave them something. They actually 
did something that WWE doesn't do, and they explained that Mustafa Ali was the hacker on SmackDown, and you might be able to beat us in the ring, but I can access cameras, and I, all I need is a laptop or a cell phone, and you're going to be done. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like it. It's too late. Football gimmick, dude. I think they uh, they were doomed from the start because you didn't really know where they were going to go with the, the whole thing. So I, I think they should just kind of like end it. I mean, it sounded because I was thinking of dodgeball, <laughs> laser, blazer, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just the worst names. Like it's just bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Retribution basically got jobbed out to the Hurt Business and the Fiend back to back. So see where that goes. Um, it doesn't look good for them as it stands. Um, another thing that kind of pissed me off about Raw is that. They've already they made such a big deal about the draft and, you know, who's going to get what picks. And they've already kind of backed out of anything to make it feel like it's important. Um, You had Otis dressing up um, like, I don't know, a a shittier, um, a shittier El Generico, I, I would say. Shitty Generico? Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically the same gimmick. Like he talks shitty Spanish. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Gave him a cape and had him in a pink mask and pink tights. What do you guys think about that? Oh, El Faso ass. El Gran Gordo. El Gordo. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it was bad. Like it's just in poor taste. The, the, he's been a gimmick ever since he won the money in the bank. I well, mean, even when they first got on Raw. Or SmackDown, and then he's just been a joke. I wish they would take him seriously and take the the Money in the Bank seriously, but it's been a total joke this whole time. Keep in mind, he's supposed to be on SmackDown. Um, yeah. So I I don't know I don't know why they uh, they feel the need to break up tag teams and then reunite them. I don't know. It's it's just a big cluster. And then you have him coming out with a lunchbox. Ha ha. He's a joke. Um, he's going to face the Miz tonight at Hell in a Cell. We'll get to those predictions in a little bit. But other than that, on on uh, on Raw, did anything else stick out to you guys? No, just essentially just the, the the burial of retribution, just how poor that whole angle started, and now we're looking at it, and you can't take these guys serious at all. Yeah. Um, another thing I can't really take serious is the height of AJ Styles' new heavy, the doorman. We were just talking about him last week on the show um, about what are they going to do with this tall motherfucker now that um, Raw Underground is done. And they found a place for him. He he makes everyone look tiny. He does. He dwarfs even uh, uh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> like- yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, let's, let's move on to, uh, cause we got a lot to do and not a lot of time. Uh, let's get into SmackDown. SmackDown was on Fox sports one. So my DVR didn't record it. Did you guys catch anything from the show? I caught a couple highlights. Um, but did anything stick out on this show for you guys? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it either. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that, uh, game three of the world series was on Fox and, the same thing happened last year with, the, with with SmackDown, where they went from from Fox to FS1, and they took a drastic hit. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the ratings for this for this SmackDown on FS1 is the same thing as well. But then again, the, the World Series isn't quite as popular as it was the same time frame a year ago. So we'll have to wait and see what the numbers look like. I blame the race. No, I feel like no one 
I feel like people in Tampa Bay don't even care about the Rays. It's it's just sports in general around this time. It's just they're just down compared to, to compared to a year ago. Uh, yeah, I think playing in a bubble, shorter schedules. There's not really the drama that normal. I mean, even the Lakers winning the, the championship wasn't. I feel like a big deal because mm. you know no fans in the stands. It's it's kind of kind of not an asterisk, but not like a, a a real win to me. I think. I, it's a weird it's a weird year. It's let's just put it like that. I think the the cool thing that stood out was uh Daniel Bryan calling out the uh Intercontinental champion, like how it should be defended. Same uh, Zane. And it was it was it was cool because Zane uh, uh you know, hey, why'd you say that? I don't have to defend this belt. So I thought that was cool. I think they need to do what AEW is doing and um really prop that belt up as the you know, the worker workman's belt again. Yeah. Um they got to do something about their their titles that don't have a world or universal in it. Um, speaking of things that we don't really care about, Lars Sullivan. Uh, they're they're still trying to make this freak. Uh, they're trying to make people care about him. I I don't I don't care. Um, nope. He, he can go home and raise his kids for all I for all that matters to me. Um, but he got Chad Gable to quote unquote quit. Um, but he's quitting the Shorty G, uh, which we, we, we never called him Shorty G to begin with. Do you guys think this is a good move for Chad Gable? Do you think anything is going to come of this? Um, or is he just going to go back to being Chad Gable um, before, you know, he started being called Shorty G and was just on main event? Sadly, I think that uh, WWE does won't know what to do with him. I think he's going to get lost in the shuffle and um, he's just going to be stuck in the same whole area. Um, we were talking about it earlier, but we, we collectively think he needs to just get out of WWE in general. Absolutely. I mean, imagine him in AEW. Like, he needs to get the hell out of AEW. I mean, he needs to get hell out of WWE like now. Yeah. He should have got out of there months ago to tell you the truth. I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't cut his contract when they did the massive layoffs back in March. Right. Yeah. That may, that would make sense. I was I was surprised that that didn't happen, but they laid they laid a bunch of other people off. You 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 get rid of Rusev, but yeah, you don't get rid of Chad Gable. And I just I I just found it funny. Like okay, maybe they did have a plan for him, and then a second later, no, they don't. They don't have a plan for him at all. They just they just wanted to keep him. Um, let's see what else. Other than that, SmackDown, uh, Murphy and uh, Seth Rollins had a match. Um, which I kind of lost track of this whole storyline to tell you the truth. I don't know what's yeah. going on anymore. It's, convol- it's so convoluted now. There's uh, a lot going on. They got- had a great match. They, I, I mean, as they would, I mean, who would think otherwise? Yeah. But, uh, the storyline is just so overbooked. Yeah. Now you have so- Rey Mysterio's 19 year old daughter, uh, sticking up for her 35 year old boyfriend. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's weird, dude. Um, I, I, the the storyline should have ended at the last pay per view. Uh-huh. Uh, they, give... they should have ended when they both got well, well when they got drafted, but yeah, they decided to keep it going. Um, and then, but Roman... you know, it, let me, let me, hang on before you say something. Maybe this is this is what Seth did say in an interview a while back: how the fans don't invest in long term storytelling. That's bullshit. It's a lost form, which. Yes, it is 100% bullshit. I hope this is not a reason as to why this is going on because 
this is not long-term story. I mean, long-term storytelling implies that there's a plan from the beginning yes. and that the end goal, there was always the end goal. I mean, there might've been obstacles along the way, but the end goal is the same. I don't think there is an end goal to this. I, I don't know what it is because they just keep feeding back and forth. It just, it's a never ending circle. It's never ending cycle rather. Yeah. yeah. I mean, long-term storybooking, like you said, there's going to be a story being told, not something I, we feel like is just on the fly every, every week. It's, it's just something mm -hmm. that is happening and there's not really a direction that it's going. Um, one thing that I will, I will admit here, uh, Roman Reigns, he is on fire right now. We went from hating the guy. Um, I mean, he's a bad guy. I'm supposed to not like him, but just his overall character arc and the way he comes across now, I feel like he's more himself, I guess, is a good way to put it. What do you guys think? You love to hate them. Yeah. Uh, you go from hating them to, but to loving to him. There's a reason why you hate him. Yeah, I yeah, think he's a bastard. Big, that's a big difference between the two the the only thing i i will say is looking back at the draft and we talked about this last week is who do you put up against roman reigns going forward you know i i look at what the smackdown has at the moment it's not very deep on the face side i mean you you could i mean i you could go with Big E later on when, when you push him you have you have him but Outside of him, who who else do you really have? The rumor is Goldberg is coming back. You could do mm. go. You could do Goldberg versus Roman. I mean, get the match that we didn't get at WrestleMania. We, we didn't get that match last uh, this WrestleMania. You can always do that. Goldberg is always available. Uh, I'm not for two matches that. a two matches I'm, a year. I'm not a fan of that. Don't want to see that. No, not, don't <laughs> like that. Nope. The um, let's not do that. <laughs> I mean, the biggest match obviously would be with The Rock, but I, I don't think – I don't trust it happening given that The Rock's obligations to Hollywood are going to outweigh anything that he wants to do with WWE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if you were to do that with The Rock, would The Rock lose? I mean, he has to, right? You would think. It's not like he's going to win the belt. You would think. What he's going to do, just give it to Jey Uso or what? <laughs> like. No, he would put Roman over. Uh, he even like he kind of ruined it. Like he said, like I would like to wrestle Roman and put him over. Yeah, he did say that in interviews. So he he did kind of like spoil it. All right, um, let's switch gears to AEW. Uh, the segment of the week, segment of the year, segment of the decade goes to Le Dinner Debonair with Chris Jericho and MJF. I I loved it. I thought it was just over the top enough for me to just sit back, have a smile on my face and enjoy what was going on. Um, and then you have just a great show overall for AEW this whole week. Um, did you guys catch AEW? I did. Um, I thought that, I thought the, the dinner segment was great, but it's so weird though. Cause like, I can't see anyone else other than those two doing it. I can't see anyone else in AEW or even in WWE that could pull off that segment. No, I, I agree. Um, I didn't know MJF could sing. Um, I saw I saw him sing as a child on Rosie O'Donnell's show. Uh, but the man has pipes. This was, there he was does. a choreographed uh, dance segment. They had um, 
women dancers they had it, it was they was so over the top um it, it it was like a frank sinatra dean martin kind of um crooning kind of song um and i thought it was uh i didn't think it was their real voices at first uh but then the more i listened to it uh the more it kind of spoke to me and i was just like whoa these guys are actually singing i thought it was great the Tony musical starring Chris Jericho and MJF. <laughs> Only in 2020. I would not have seen that. If you told me this is going to happen, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> I agree. Um, and then they're really pushing their championship tournament. Um, we had all, all all four of the first rounds happening. It looks like it's gonna, it's getting set up for Omega and Hangman, right? That's... Let me go back to a long-term story to storytelling. Um, I mentioned it with with, with Seth. And Wait, how that's that, I think he's, it. Doesn't work. It, long-term it, story it, it, booking it doesn't, doesn't work. It doesn't work in his mind. Like an idiot. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. I just. Um, I just. Some, 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 no, not you, Seth Rollins. No, the, guy's po- a fuck. the guy just shoots himself in the foot too many times when he, whenever he speaks. I, I told Byron. I've been trying to tell Byron this for a while. Pay attention to how this is playing out. He doesn't at, care. <laughs> and then that's the problem is that, okay, people are saying, well, Kenny Omega should be this and this and that. Well, yes. If you look at it from New Japan, from his New Japan uh, run, he should be at the top. But that's not what he's trying to do right now. What he's trying to do is he's trying to get other people over. That's why he spent the first year in the tag team division, trying to get Hangman over, trying to trying to get him established because he's going to be the future. Of the company. Yeah. You One have time. young talent in AEW with Hangman with um darby allen to a lesser extent you can use ricky starks um orange cassidy jungle boy there's a lot of young talent and you want to get these guys over and it's it's only a matter of time because you can't rely on jericho you can't rely on moxley you can't rely on any of these guys to be up there for a long period of time so you need to get them over i mean the bucks are even getting getting up there too yeah same thing with the bucks exactly wrestling long-term storybooking right there so watch how this plays out. Look with look with uh, Omega's match with um, it was supposed to be with Joey Janela, but it ended up being Sunny Kiss, and it was a it was a squash match. It was quick, it was to the point, and I I it, to me it looked like Omega was turning. Like it was you like we've been saying this for months. Like he needs to turn. He needs his turn, and the way he was presented by um by Justin Roberts and how he just exaggerated his resume. And just he, you could tell he was fake in the ring. Like after after he destroyed uh, Sunny Kiss, like this yeah. this guy's gonna turn. Yeah. Um. And the entrance alone already had me feeling like Kenny Omega was a bigger deal than he's felt in a long time. Yeah. Um. But you know, I, mean, I got the it. vibe like this guy is just like full of it. Like this guy is like, okay, now he's, we're starting to see the cleaner. Now he's coming back. Yeah. Like okay, it's time to turn it on now. We're gonna um, get the rematch with the uh, uh, Pentagon and. Uh, Kenny Omega too, so that's gonna be a great match because uh, Phoenix dropped out, right? I did he get he got hurt, right? He got hurt. Phoenix. Well, I don't know if he got hurt, but it's like a I think they wanted the Pentagon and I don't uh, know that, Kenny Omega match. That Hurricane Rana yeah. looked fucking brutal, dude. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a f- insane match. I mean, that had vibes of Lucha Underground, big time, big time. Um, one more thing about Omega. You don't see squash matches like that on AEW, I feel like. When's the last time you've seen, like, a two-move squash match? Um, I mean, given it's Sunny Kiss, but Omega's not playing. He's he's here to win this shit. Um, yeah. And he I'm, said he's Mr. Um, Mr. What do they call him? The, uh, with the bracket, you know, whatever. Mr. Tournament? He's, 
Mr. Tournament. Like he's he's the guy. He that's that in New Japan. That's what he was known for, Mr. Tournament. Yeah, like he, he won the G one. Yeah, like so you know he's 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 putting it, he's putting his record up. Um, but yeah, Phoenix Phoenix actually won the match unless he pulls out. Um, but Phoenix and Kenny Omega has money written all over it. Um, yeah, I I kind of okay. So you look at the brackets, right? Uh, Jungle Boy lost to um, Wardlow, so you're gonna get Wardlow mm-hmm. and Hangman in the next pay in the next in the next thing. What if they swerve us and Ome- it's gonna be Omega and Wardlow, right? But you have Wardlow, or you have o- the real story is. Hangman, you couldn't even hold up your end of the bargain just to meet me in this. Like, you're garbage. And then we can move on to Wardlow versus uh, Moxley, but still continue the Omega Hangman where he's just talking shit about Hangman. I That that could be a direction they go because it, it kind of feels like it's too obvious, right? Or is that okay? Predictability isn't always a bad thing. That's true. It's, uh, not, yeah. always, it's not always a bad thing. Just Tell that to Vince Russo, though. Predictable. Just because you're predictable doesn't mean it's going to be bad. You I mean, gotta it, swerve, bro. No, you don't. <laughs> you gotta swerve them. No, you don't. Uh, it's not a bad uh, idea, though. I like that. Another thing to consider is Moxley's had the belt since February, and we're going on eight months. Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, I. It would be shocking. I would be shocked if he did keep it after full gear. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, well, actually, no, not really, because um, he's going to be wrestling. Uh, he's going to be wrestling um, Eddie Kingston at Full Gear. By so, the way, Eddie Kingston is the realest fucking wrestler in all of wrestling. Um, so I, his promo works. His promo work has been like just. It's such a great story to tell with Eddie Kingston because one year ago he was in the NWA and not a lot of people had exposure to him. Like you had to been really like into the independency to know who this guy is. I didn't know and, who he was. I didn't know yeah. him all that all that well either. But then once once I started watching NWA and I started watching his promos, this, the guy could talk. The guy could sell you. Like he 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 can make you invested. Like you may not get you may not care, but he'll make you invested by the end of the day because he knows how to play to those emotions of the fans. And with uh, him and Moxley, like I you know it, it's it's a thrown together match. You know it's a match for Moxley to have at the pay per view. But my God, like I'm so invested with this match more than I thought. Eddie Kingston got me invested and wanted me to put money down to watch this match um and that's the beauty of non-scripted promos you have people come across like they're real and that they mean what they say and they 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 mean what they say and they say what they mean um so yes more of this please um and then yeah the main event also was killer young bucks are normal contenders they get attacked by um ftr so we're finally gonna get that match that's been teased for like two years, right? Like it's felt like an eternity. Three or four years, dude. They wrote it on Twitter like yeah. years ago. They're like, pin this tweet. FTR and Young Bucks are gonna have a match together, and everyone's like, no, they're not, dude. They're WWE. They're not going anywhere. And then AEW happens, and then you know it's just all FTW gets or FTR gets released. They pick them up whole story is like who who could write this yeah we're i mean yeah it's 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 great um and that's long-term story booking it doesn't work bro (laughs) uh real quick on nxt i 
I've, I'm just falling more and more out of love with NXT. It's just another WWE show. It's the same bullshit that you see on Raw and SmackDown. Dive to the outside, go to commercial. Every fucking match. Um, and that's just my, that's what, what I have to say about this. Austin Theory is getting buried. Um, I don't know what that's about. Uh, another person that quit. Austin yeah, Theory quit too. Weird. That was weird, right? Because like he lost twice in a row to Bronson Reed, and then he 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 leaves. It, it seems like they're trying to rehab him every every couple months because I don't know. At first, he went he went to the main roster, and that didn't work out. I mean, he, he joined two stables, comes back, and then now we see this. Like, I don't know what what's what's going on. Yeah. Um, we have new uh, tag team champions in uh, Horny Logan, as I like to call him, <laughs> and uh, Danny Birch, who have aligned themselves with Pat McAfee. He's back. Um, is this the guy that hired uh, Ridge Holland to take out um, Adam Cole? I, you know, I don't know where that storyline's going either, but uh, it's real interesting to see how this is going to play out because – it looks like that, I mean, Undisputed Era was taken out throughout the show. So they were supposed to be wrestling against um, against um, Van, uh, Brizongo. Yes. But they got they got taken out, and now we see the big reveal. So I don't know. I mean, this this is I'm, – I'm somewhat interested to see what's going to happen. So maybe there is more to it. Maybe this is going to lead to an Undisputed Era versus McAfee's faction – going forward again, you know, to re reignite the feud between him and Adam Cole. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, um, I don't know, but going back to what, what you're saying about NXT. Yeah. It, 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 it is lost in the shuffle. I mean, when on Wednesdays, I mean, they're not going to get the same attraction as they normally would if they would you know, be on Tuesdays, they should really be on their own night, but they even said why they're not doing it because they don't want to see AEWs grow. That's the whole reason why NXT is on there is on USA Wednesday nights to just to limit the growth of AEW. Stunted, if you will, Marco stunt the growth. Yes, Marco stunted the growth. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're stunt they're 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 ruining uh, NXT by doing that. So, and by all means, ruin your own product. Yeah, the snake's eating its own tail in this in this instance. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of that either. And and it's 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 dragged a lot of fans away from it because if they have to pick one or the other, I mean, they're probably going to pick maybe AEW or even just not even tune into NXT and it, just. It used to feel just, so special. It used to feel like this is an alternative to sports entertainment. Um, and now they're just kind of just robotic now. I feel like there's. I just feel like there's a lot missing that used to be there. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's because there's no fans. there, But the fans don't make the show that much more must-see. I, I tune in. I mean, you, you look at the, the the opening match. It should have been a great match, but it kind of just felt robotic and fake and just kind of just whatever. Kushida versus Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa has main event takeover written all over it. Um, and it was just another match that they gave away for free. And that's another problem is that they're giving away a lot of these matches for free on on USA instead of building it up to uh, to a takeover. And that and I think that in turn also makes the takeovers less special. I'm not saying it, they're making them bad. It's just it's not as special as it once was. Absolutely. Um, speaking of uh, pay per views, let's get into it. Uh, we got five matches to get to, um, and that's all they've given us so far. I'm not a fan of of this, but 
It is what it is. Um, Didn't we just have a pay-per-view a couple weeks ago as well? We had TakeOver a few weeks ago, if I remember. Yes, yes. And then um, before that, <laughs> but then before that, there was another pay- there was another pay-per-view as well, right? Yeah, a couple weeks before that. <laughs> oh, was, my I'm losing track yeah. of everything, really. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. It's, it's, was it the yeah, Extreme Rules? Was it Extreme? What was the last pay-per-view? I have no idea. <laughs> My mind's going blank. Hold on, hold it's... on. The last pay per view was Takeover, and then before that, it was Clash of Champions. Clash of That's Champions. There you go. Um, but I mean, let let's get down with this co- with this card. Uh, Byron actually sent me his his uh his picks also, so we'll 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 make sure to to say those on 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 the shout out to too. Byron. Shout out to the the, the simp, uh, the WWE simp. Pinoy powerhouse. <laughs> um, all right, let's go top to bottom. Otis versus The Miz in a singles match for the Money in the Bank contract. This is the, maybe the second time they've done this kind of stipulation, right? For the contract, it's it's happened a few times where like they put the contract on the line. I feel like they should have the more of like have it get rid of like I don't know the twenty four seven title or something. And have this be like uh, a you know a. A thing, you know, make this it's it's a guaranteed contract. You no, should be able to put I, this on I the agree. line. I, I agree with you 100 percent. And uh, New Japan for a while, they've um, actually for the past couple of years, whenever whoever wins a G1, they would carry the briefcase on them and they would actually have to defend the briefcase up until Wrestle Kingdom. That would make me feel like once the cash in happens, like, holy shit, this guy has held on to the briefcase for this long. He's going to win the shit. And if he yeah. loses, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. They've been building him up, you know? I don't know. I feel like it's just lazy, especially when you have Otis walking around with a, it, turning it into a lunchbox. Uh, it really makes it feel like it's just not not important to them. Um, and even I got to side with the Miz on this. He says you're making it a joke. You're making the money in the bank contract a joke. And I agree wholeheartedly with the Miz. Uh, that being said, I'm going to pick the Miz to win this match. I think Otis needs to just drop that uh, briefcase and move on. 100% agree. This uh, Otis, ca- Otis can, uh, cash can, can someone Otis write these in the down? bank is not working. <laughs> Otis in the bank. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's obviously Otis. I mean, uh, the Miz. Miz is going to take it. He has to. If they do otherwise... Wow, did they goof. <laughs> um, Byron actually has, uh, he picked not, um, he didn't pick Otis, he picked El Goro, El Goro, El Grande Gordo, I think is what they call that guy. I, how did he write it, by the way? I'm kind of intrigued. I'm kind El, of interested. El Grande Gordo, it. that's what it is. But uh, uh, it was, uh, it was, it's funny hearing uh, white people say Gordo all night. Gordo, Michael El Gran Gordo. Gordo. Um, you gotta roll your R's, brother. Uh, are we writing these down? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Up next, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Um, Elias still thinks it's Jeff Hardy when the rest of the world knows Jeff Hardy didn't hit him with the car. Um, and it was Sheamus. I'm, I'm, I guess Elias doesn't watch a show. Is that what they're telling me? Either that, he was in a coma for six. months. <laughs> Maybe he was in a coma for six months. Yeah. Um. What uh, Bobby? You you pick. Who, who do you think is gonna win this match? Uh, wait. I, I man, I lost the page. Who was it again? Jeff Hardy versus, Elias, versus Elias. Elias. Jeff Hardy. Come on. 
<laughs> That's all. They, it's just <laughs> it's. Uh, I'll tell you who, who I'll tell you who's not winning is, is the fans of this stupid ass storyline. Byron actually picked the fans to win this match. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, the fans are losing in this, but Byron's going with the winning. He, Byron's such a contrarian. He likes to maybe he sees things different. I'll give him credit. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Dick? Okay. Uh, like I, like I was saying earlier, this makes no sense at all. Like, like, and we said it. Like, it was it was unofficially confirmed that it was Sheamus that hit him, but yet Elias thinks that it was Jeff Hardy. I Jeff Hardy, I think Jeff Hardy's gonna win. It's time. It's where are you gonna put Jeff Hardy at? I mean, if you want to put him in Roman, this is one way to do it. Have him beat Elias. Although WWE booking will indicate, no, let's let's have him lose to Elias and then we'll feed him to Roman after. But I'm gonna go with Jeff Hardy for the win. Yeah, you actually read my mind on this one. I'm going to go with Elias because I think WWE is like, oh, we finally got this guy that we like for some reason back. So let's push him hard. So I'm going to go with Elias because he's got a new single coming out. I don't know. <laughs> the, well, is, he doing a, the, is he doing a tour after? <laughs> I don't know, dude. A, a, I just, a, this a whole, tour. these two guys, I just, I, I, Elias. I don't know. He doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. I think it's because I don't know if he's a face or a heel or what his deal is. Um, and he just reminds me of uh, who was the guy? Was that Duke the Dunkster Drozzy that would come out with that WWF guitar? Mad Mountain Rock. I, I forget. I forget who it was. Maybe, uh, but I just I don't like uh, that. I can just picture. Vince McMahon and Elias sitting down and Vince is like, so what are you, what are you, what are you good at, pal? What are you, what are your hobbies? And Elias is like, well, I can play guitar. That's great. We're going to have you play guitar. And now you have the Elias character. Um, I liked it better when he was like a hitchhiker. Really? Yeah. Um, I, and I also like the fact that I didn't turn him every couple months. Like, oh, well, let's yeah. turn baby face. Let's turn him heel. Like that too. What is at, at the rate he's going, he's going to be big shows, all time record. <laughs> All right, up next, we got Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Long-term storyline doesn't work in Seth's eyes, but I'm heavily invested in this storyline. It kind of feels rushed uh, in the last month or so. I agree. Um, I 100% agree with that statement. Do you think this is going to go last? Or is this going to be the – or do you think it's going to close out the show, or do you see it <laughs> not closing out the show? I see it opening the show. No, actually, oh. I see Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton opening the show. Because you can't have Helena Cell back to back. You gotta, you gotta put one in the middle. You gotta one in the beginning, one in the end. Especially with three Helena Cell matches, right? I could see this one opening the show. Really, I, I think it's a big mistake if they if they open. It should uh, headline, unless... but Roman Reigns is gonna headline. Yeah, easily. Un, un, unless if okay, if 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 that opens, then that that tells me that Bailey's gonna keep the belt. Ooh, yeah. So I think depending on where they put this match, it's going to determine the winner. So, I mean, and I already said my prediction. So if I'm assuming, I think they should go last, personally. Um, who, you pick, who do you pick? If they go last, I'm going to go Sasha. And But I have a feeling the storyline is going to keep going, though. And the Hell in a Cell is not the end of, the, of this rivalry. So, yeah. Bailey? That's why uh, he went. you went Sasha, right? I'm going to go Sasha. Sasha Baron Corbin. I'm going to go Sasha. Sasha Um, Baron. I'm going to go. I'm I'm actually going to go. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Bailey on this one because I feel like we're going to get this. This story is going to go on for a little while. And he, I don't think Sasha can win it in her first chance. Um, and Bailey in a Hell in a Cell environment can be the heel that she is uh, to get one up on Sasha. Sasha actually was standing tall at the end of uh, at the end of their segment. So that's true. I'm going to go Bailey on this one. Uh, it's a tough one. I think I'm going to go Bailey just because uh, I think they need to uh, stretch this out a little longer. Okay. It would be nice. It would be cool if they did. Okay. Yeah. So so let me ask you this then. Would you be less invested with this rivalry after Hell in a Cell if Bailey were to retain the belt? No. Maybe. I think they can. Maybe there's some outside interference. Maybe you get that Eva Marie uh, to help uh, Bailey win. I don't know. There could, there could be some shenanigans, I think, involved. I, I think this this is going to go on for a little while. And this is why you don't have gimmick pay-per-views to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> what did Byron pick? Every uh, year. Uh, Byron um, Byron actually picked uh, Borat. Huh. I don't know why. Sasha Baron Corbin, I guess. Maybe that's what he was thinking, but he picked Borat. By the so, way, I, I, I watched I watched a little bit of the movie last night. It's amazing. It's <laughs> Wow, so I mean, I, it's that's funny. He's pushing the envelope on that one. And Sasha Baron Corn <laughs> is pushing the envelope further and further. Yeah, I, I don't know how he gets away with this. I don't know how people fall for it, but Borat is this might be even better than the first one. Dang, it could be just uh, because I, the tone of the United States have cha- has changed so much since he made that one. Um, yeah, this it's a good movie though. I would definitely recommend it. Um, all right, up next, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, Hell in a Cell, number two of the night uh, for the WWE Championship. Um, I'm gonna just come out and say it, guys. Randy Orton has lost every match, every match leading up to this. So I think Randy Orton is due, and the Viper is gonna beat Drew McIntyre. Book it. Dick, that's that's that sounds like WWE booking to me right there. Yeah, that's that makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's zero sense. No, seriously, to, he lost back to back. Why should he get a third match to um to to go after the, the WWE Championship? This kind of reminds me a little bit back in 2005 with Triple H and Batista, where uh Batista won the title. It was a little different in that Batista won the title at WrestleMania. And in the next pay-per-view, they had a rematch where Batista won decisively against Triple H. So Triple H wants Hell in a Cell against Batista. And everyone's thinking at the time, Triple H is going to win. There's no way they're going to they're gonna make Batista be this strong. Only to find out that Batista did beat him. Hunter did put him over in the end. And, and the result was that you had a dominant champion. You had a Batista with a pretty good run at that time. And you make him establish a champion. With Drew, like he's had the belt since WrestleMania, he's won back to back against Orton. It makes no sense for him to lose to Orton inside Hell in a Cell, especially since Survivor Series is going to be around the corner and they might do a brand versus brand pay per view again. So you have to ask yourself, what's a better match? Do you go Orton versus Reigns or do you go McIntyre versus Reigns? 
Reigns. Well, this is for the Raw Championship, technically. So you wouldn't have either of these guys going after Reigns. Oh, I no, see what you're saying. But Survivor Series, though, is coming up. I see what you're saying. And they're going to and they're going to do. They're, they're more likely going to do the brand uh, versus brand matches. Like yeah, champ versus champ. I don't know. I I just think uh, Randy Orton hasn't won any pay per views. Um, he, going back to when he fought Keith Lee and then the three be, uh, before this against uh, Drew McIntyre. Also, I saw a fun fact from WWE. Randy Orton is undefeated in Hell in a Cell matches. So, No, he's not. That's what they said. <laughs> he lost He lost to The Undertaker back in 2005. Well, thank you, WWE, for alternative Only Dick facts. would know that, for yeah. sure. Dick, thank you for calling oh, him out God. on that. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> they, they really did say that, right? Yeah. That's what I saw that. Oh I didn't get that stat from nowhere. Cool. Classic. Alternative facts. Bobby, who do you, you got in this one? Price, dude. Um, I'm gonna go Orton just because Drew McIntyre as champion is kind of stale at this point. I think Byron was kind of right. Drew McIntyre's whack, it. dude. I I like, was all about Drew McIntyre, but this this run has just been garbage. That's what they yeah. do with their babyface champions. They make them dumb. I think, yeah, I think Byron called it on this one with uh, putting the belt on him. So I, I think, yeah, I think they need to get the belt off him, put him on, put it on Orton, someone who's established and, you know, people like him. Money's so in the chase. Why not? Yeah. And the, the, the lack of a crowd hurt Drew McIntyre. For sure. That absolutely hurt him. Who, who and, you it's got hard to, and it's hard to gauge, it's hard to gauge True. Drew McIntyre without a crowd. Um, with this match, it just makes no sense putting the bell on Orton, but they would do something like that. Maybe that's a way that they can spice it up and draw this story even further. I don't know. Not that they need to. Well, Drew Mac, watch Drew McIntyre's just going to win, and then Randy Orton goes on a vacation for six months. I could see that happening as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say Drew's gonna keep it. I, cause I just out of the, just because I don't see Roman versus Orton being, like you go two heels in that match. I don't, I don't see it happening. Maybe McIntyre versus Reigns would probably be the better match, and that's not even saying much. I'm trying to think ahead, and I, that's that's my mistake right there. Is I'm thinking ahead instead of thinking now. Yeah, they're they're I'm not even go. thinking. They're not they're not even thinking it's they're, next week, dude. They're they're not even thinking of tonight. <laughs> it's being it's being written right now, dude. Oh, and, and you know, and, and you know, it's going to be changed. Yeah. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Uh, Sammy Zane, Sammy so, Zane. Who does oh, Byron have? Uh, Byron actually picked uh, Ric Flair for this match. Oh, he's going to get his his comeback from when he uh, Orton. Uh, yeah, him, right from the from the punt kick. Uh, he's going to be the he's going to be the oldest. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be the oldest uh, WWE star to win the championship. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, up next, the, f- the main event, I think, uh, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. Hell in a Cell, I quit. Talk about overbooking. A Hell in a Cell, I quit match. If Jay, Luso- Jay Luzo, Jay Uso <laughs> loses, he and his brother like Jimmy will have to take orders and acknowledge Reigns as the tribal chief, or the Usos and their immediate families will be exiled from the Anoa'i family. God, this match is overbooked already. Too much. It's too way, much. Way, 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 way too much. I feel like that that, that could have been like a uh, a a, uh, a figurative match, like a figurative. You're out of the family, not like this is a stipulation for this. I quit Hell in a Cell match, or uh, just do a regular I quit match instead. Yeah, I, I don't know, um, but it's Hell in a Cell. It's October. We got to do uh, Hell in a Cell. 
Uh, no pink ropes. I, I don't think they've done that for the last couple of years, huh? Which ones? The pink ropes for Breast Cancer Month. It, I didn't see it this year. Um, last year, they think they did, but no, no, not this year. Definitely not. All right, Bobo, who do you got in this match? Come on. Come on. It's, I know. It's Reigns. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Roman Reigns, <laughs> LOL. There's no way that Jey Uso wins this. In no stip- there's no outcome that would put him to win this. Byron actually and picked Jey Uso to win this match. He picked Jey Uso. Yeah, he picked. Oh, he picked Jimmy Uso actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I two two also two Usos <laughs> one gold. I actually, I'm, I mean Roman Reigns. It's it's obvious. Um, I'm I'm actually more intrigued of how bad Uso is going to get beat up. It's, 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 it's kind of ass backwards how they did this match too. If you think about it, because you have all these stipulations that are against Jay Uso. It would make you think, Oh, well, there's no way Jay Uso is going to, going to, going to, going to lose because of the stipulations. They're not going to let it happen. Yeah. But you, you don't want to, I don't think, I mean, you could you could get away with Jey Uso winning this match and then have the next pay per view or the next week have Roman get the title back and just kill him. You could do that, but that kind of beats the purpose of why even have it inside Hell in a Cell again. Going back to why I have Hell in a Cell to begin with, why even have Hell in a Cell with an I Quit match? That the last time there was an added st- stipulation with Hell in a Cell, we got what was it Kevin Owens versus Shane, and look how that ended. Yeah, I mean, might as well make it a Hell in a Cell ladder match. Like, I feel like there's going to be some shenanigans involved, but I think I think at the end of the day, it's still going to be Roman. I mean, Roman has to win. I think, yeah, Jimmy's going to come. I mean, they, they should have saved the throw in the tell moment for this, not the last the last match that they had. I agree. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do it I also, live. I also think that should have been the last match for them as well, was that last pay-per-view, because that was decisive. We gotta get two. We gotta get at least two matches out of these guys. If if they had Roman lose on this, I'd feel sorry because they just they just ruined the best thing that they have going for themselves <laughs> right now. I we'll agree. See. I don't know because uh, but- Roman is like peak right now. If he loses, that that drops down to the ground. I think if he loses. Do you think any other matches are going to be added to the show? I I could see Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan added. I could see. Bray Wyatt versus Mustafa Ali added. Um, any other matches that could be added last minute to this? I'm sure there is. I just don't know like what matches exactly. And I just want to go back to um, Lashley versus Lashley. Slapstick. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, might as well, right? Blazer. They're, they're they're already six feet under. I mean, what? <laughs> how how further bear much of a barrel can they get? Lashley you know? versus um, Reckoning. I think that's Mia Yim's name, right? blazer we like, know sure, it's make yeah. it, sure make it an intergender match <laughs> oh, my oh God. you guys got anything else yeah real quickly this just goes to show you that having multiple matches in a row with the same stars in it it just shows you the lack of depth that that, that WWE has and they've had this problem for for years now even more so that this roster just split now we're seeing this problem. Now we're not seeing. We're, I mean, we're, we're getting Orton versus McIntyre three pay per views in a row. 
Reigns versus Uso, uh, two in a row. This is just a recurring theme that's been going on for a long time. And now this is kind of more relevant than ever. There's not a whole lot of depth on both sides. Like, no. what's going to happen after either one? Let's say with Orton and uh, and um, McIntyre, who do you have after them? You don't really have a whole lot on the Raw side either. They have so three you... sets of tag belts that aren't being defended on this show. Come no. on now, come on now. There's something going. There, you you got to fix something, guys. I don't know. Drafted and the draft isn't the the solution. No, just mer- just. Merge everybody. Just have everybody on. I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's going to do it, guys. Any uh, any last words? No. Uh, Dogs and cats so- living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Thank you so much for listening, joining us, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Make sure you go check out our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel. Sorry, guys, we forgot to give you the plugs at the beginning of the show. Um, use our promo code, put me over for 15% off your orders there. Also, go check out Lapel. Yeah, they're having a huge half off sale right now. I think the promo code is half off, 15% off everything in their store. So go check out our friends at Lapel. Yeah. And also make sure you check out the Put Me Over podcast store for all your Put Me Over podcast merchandise wants and needs. We will be back next week with the reactions. I think Byron's feeling pretty good about his picks, Um, but we'll let you guys know uh, what happens next week. Uh, Go Dodgers, and we'll see you next time.